morning. Do you know, I go to several different places of worship and I always look forward to come to Great Parks. I don't know why, but I feel at home. Um, and I want to talk today about my Savior. And I want to make sure that everyone in this room, before you go out of that door, you know the Savior. Not that you just think about him, not that you just talk about him, but you know him as your personal Savior. I just want to read a few little things that I picked up, actually, only in the last few days. And I've got to find the right place, and then I'll be well away with you. This is, I picked this up. I don't know where I picked it up from, but just listen to this. Are you all with me? Good. I'll start then. A doctor can save your life. If you can get one. <laughs> a lawyer can defend your life. A soldier can give you a peaceful life. But only God can give you eternal life. Have you got that? Only God can do that. Do you know, we have... So many people pushing and pushing and trying and trying to have a Christmas. They have big lists. My wife has a list of different things to do. And this is what I've got here. Take time to remember that there is more to Christmas than that to-do list. You don't worry. Just celebrate the birth of a Savior. Do you know that reading from Isaiah, that substantiates my faith more than any, well, not more than anything, no, but a tremendous amount. You think 720 years before Jesus was born, his birth was foretold. Isn't that marvelous? Doesn't that make you want to think? 720 years. And these are the words. Jesus will be called Wonderful Counselor. How many I know of Christians that go to counselors and spend their money speaking to people that don't even know Christ as their Savior? If ever you need a counselor, whether you're young or whether you're older, go to Jesus, the Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God. The everlasting Father. And I know people, and I know people quite close to me, who never knew the love of a Father. But He wants to be your everlasting Father. Does that ring a bell with you? The mighty God. Prince of Peace. And through my married life, Somebody told me about this once, and it works. When there is turmoil, and there is, all of us married men know all about it, don't we? <laughs> Sometimes there's turmoil. Do you know I can honestly say I speak to my Savior, and he brings peace. The Prince of Peace. That is Jesus. My Savior, and I want to do today 
to really assure myself that everyone in this room understands it and never goes out this door unless they know the Savior for themselves. Do you understand? So I might shout a little bit. I'm used to shouting to sheep. <laughs> Do you know the first Christmas was pretty simple, wasn't it? So it's okay. Yours is simple, wasn't it? Luke chapter 2. I'm not going to read it. Um, I'm going to talk about it. Just an ordinary night. You imagine now these shepherds. Out in the field, well, they call it a field, but it's not a field really, it's a hill. Out on the hillside. There they are all sat around and probably talking to each other and saying, see that old Jew today? How she got caught up in that thicket? Did you see that wolf that I drove away with that big stick? And they sit and they talk. There they are around the fire. I don't know what they would have eaten, but they've had some nice food and they were just getting a bit sleepy. And they were all there in their clothes, and um, not suits, not coats, uh, sacking type stuff that they wear out there. And they were just probably smelling a bit. They'd been out all summer and, you know, and they were just not the cleanest of people, but they were humble shepherds. And they were sat there. Fancy God coming to just ordinary people. But you put extraordinary because it, the angels came. I've got this. One minute the shepherds were there sitting, talking. The next minute they were wiping their eyes. Not taking their glasses, but they were wiping their eyes. They couldn't believe their eyes. They'd never seen a shepherd in their life. Uh, uh, sorry, never seen an angel in their life. The, the angel stood there and said, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Today, joy unto you is born in the city of David, a savior, a savior. They'd never know what the word means. They just said, you, can you drop your jaw? You drop, you drop your, drop your draw. You would have dropped your draw, uh, draw. <laughs> you would have dropped them. Uh -uh. They're looking up, the angels, and they just told that the day in the city of David is born a savior, and he's Christ the Lord. My, have you ever wondered why the shepherds appeared to? Just ordinary people. The shepherds, you know, why the angels appear to the ordinary people. The shepherds actually excuse me, were the lowest of the lowest. I mean, we are very highly regarded now. <laughs> but they were the lowest of the lowest. They classed with no brains. They were just out there looking after the sheep. And yet God sent that angel. And he just stood there. Like, can you just imagine it. You imagine those, they just, oh my. Then, not only that, a whole host of angels came, praising God and glorifying him. And then the, the shepherds decided, I think we'd better go and see 
come on, the oldest one said that, I expect. And the, little, the younger one said, well, we'll come with you then. You can look after the sheep. Oh, Johnny will, he's the youngest. You stay here and look after these sheep. We're going on to Bethlehem. And when they got there, my, they saw the baby. Not in the crib, but in the feed trough. Just as the angels had said. And they just bowed down and worshipped him. The joy that they met Jesus. And there is a joy in meeting Jesus as your saviour. Everlasting joy. Everlasting peace. And he's there, ready for you today. And those shepherds, they were just there. Just worshipping him. And then they got up. And they decided to move on. I don't know how long it was. It might have been five hours. It might have been a day. And what did they do? They went back rejoicing. All the way back. I wonder what they were singing. I do. They were singing. They were dancing. They were joyful. Because they'd seen the king of kings. They'd seen the saviour of the world. But have you ever wondered. I put this in. I'm going to read it to you. Because I'll forget the big words I wrote down. I had to copy them. Uh, to write them down. Or, or look them in the dictionary. Just think about it. If he'd gone to theologians. They'd have to consult their commentaries and their denominational boards before they even thought about going to see him. If he appeared to celebrities, they'd have to check and see what, who was watching. If he'd appeared just, set, just to a set of executives, they'd have to check and look at their filofax and their spreadsheets. So the angels gave the news to a bunch of guys with no reputation to protect, no axe to grind, no ladder to climb, men who didn't know enough to argue that angels don't serenade shepherds. But the Messiah was born. The Savior was born. In a feed, laid in a feeding trough in Bethlehem. I was privileged and being privileged and so some several of you. Have any, anybody ever been to Bethlehem? Uh, did you go to the cathedral and see the crib behind the altar is a star. Man has ruined it really but they made it all polished and the star is shining bright but there wasn't a star there like that. It would have been just dirty, mucky, dung straw or stuff they use and behind the behind the altar is this star then just a bit further on there's a door and to get into that door to see where Jesus was born you'd have to get on your knees almost you'd bow in half you can't walk upright to get into where Jesus was born you have to bow down the door is too low you can't get in standing up today. You and I need to get down on our knees to experience God. I asked myself this morning, when was the last time I got down on my knees? Yes, many times we sit in the chair and we pray. 
We drive along and we pray and we talk to the Lord and we can commune with the Lord. But I think there is a little significance in getting down on our knees before the Holy God and praying to our Saviour and thanking him for what he's done for us. Get down on your knees to experience him. Now go on to Matthew chapter 10 and it talks about the kings. And I think this is absolutely amazing, you know. When they saw the star, they rejoiced. Clever, wise, wealthy men. Educated. And they dropped everything, everything that they were doing, their business or whatever they were doing, and they walked 2,000 miles because they knew that the star would lead them to Jesus. They studied the stars and they followed that star right to Bethlehem. We know that they went to see the king and the king said, look, this was lies. When you see him, tell me so that I won't worship him. No, he wasn't going to worship Jesus. They were told by God to go back another way. Listen, when they saw the star, they rejoiced. I've got to go a bit further forward now. I didn't find enough room. And this is what they represent. Hope. The only hope of our salvation is Jesus. Did you know that? The only hope of our salvation is Jesus. For all eternity, he will save us. What a gift. What a thing. Joy. The Bible says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with great joy. Those dear men that had traveled 2,000 miles followed that star and saw it stop over the, the stable or the barn, whatever it was, and they went in and saw the baby. Guidance. They took guidance and went home another way. When you meet Jesus, you never go the same way. Sometimes you've got to turn right around and walk that way or walk that way. The way you're going at the moment is not the way Jesus wants you to go. I am sure we need to follow him closer. What did they get for Christmas? What did you get for Christmas, people are going to say? Just smile and say, hope that gets brighter every day. Joy that is greater than any threat or circumstance. Guidance for every step of life's journey. But first, tell them that a Savior is born in Bethlehem some 2,200 years ago. And he wants to be your Savior. There's a lovely little chorus that we sing. And I learned it years ago. And we'd like to sing it now if we can. And it... It's a little words, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.